Hello, I'm Josh Whittacombe. And I'm Rob Beckett. Welcome to Lockdown Parenting Hell, the show in which Rob and I discuss what it's like to be a parent during lockdown, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, in an effort to make some kind of sense of the current situation... And to make me feel better about my increasingly terrible parenting skills... Each episode will be chatting to a famous parent about how well they're coping. Or hopefully not. And we will be hearing from you, the listener, with your tales of lockdown parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, none of us know what we're doing. Hello, and welcome to Lockdown Parenting Hell with... Say Rob Beckett for me. Rob Beckett, yeah. I am done. That sounds like a breakup argument. <laughs> like, you can imagine someone shouting after their girlfriend on the train platform and she's just going, I'm done. And he's like, but please, I'm sorry. I am done. We've got Josh Winnicom tickets. I'm done. Well, you won't be needing them for a good four years. Um... <laughs> someone, someone messaged me the other day, right, going, um, is your, uh, this was like, so, yeah, like, this was like about an hour after the second, like, 10pm yeah. curfew announcement. I went, um, is uh, your gig still happening tomorrow? <laughs> I mean, come on, can't get a pint at half ten. We're not going <laughs> to fill a theatre. People have heard that you're running short, Rob. They know. They yeah. know, they know. <laughs> To be fair, I do normally finish by 10, my show. Um, Josh, how are you doing? All right. I should say that's Grace, the daughter of Nick Carmichael Jones. I'm done. I don't want to know. I'm oh, done. you're done. Okay, sorry. I'm done. Sorry. Okay. okay. They had their moment. They had their moment. Um, I am doing this for my daughter's nursery. So, um, because... Um, a bedroom, basically. Is that, a bedroom, does it switch sorry. from a nursery to a bedroom? Well, I think soon, because we've got a... Well, we've had a bit of a nightmare, actually, Rob. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Great content for us. Let's go. We've ordered a, she's going, she's moving into a bed. She's yeah. moving into a big girl bed. And um, we ordered the bed and the yeah. mattress has turned up two weeks before the rest of the bed. So we've currently got a mattress in our hallway by the front door for the next two oh. weeks. Oh, that's ridiculous. Absolutely gutted. But she can't, <laughs> she can't just sleep on a mattress like some kind of heroin addict. There's no way. That train spotting. She's not in Pete Doherty's Albion rooms. <laughs> I do think there's a danger, though. That mattress may start having knickknacks be put on top of it. <laughs> it's if it's, if it's in your ass for two weeks, I only came round for an hour and a half the other day and there's a teapot on my shoulder. <laughs> I'm so high. So I'm sat, because um, we our cleaners here, so um, I'd normally record it from uh, my bedroom, but because um, the other Wi-Fi is not good enough in my office, so I moved to the bedroom, but now uh, the bedroom is being cleaned, so I'm in my daughter's nursery. That's a terrible state of affairs that the Wi-Fi doesn't work in the office. It's it's so annoying. <laughs> it's I describe it as the most annoying thing in my life. Really? Well, there is the Wi-Fi is good enough for normal Wi-Fi for for everything except these recordings and Zoom. Yes. So I had to have a Zoom meeting the other day from the chaise long at the end of my bed. <laughs> wow! Did you lay on it? Did you fully lay on it, or did you sit perch on the edge? 
I lay, I lay on it. With some grapes? Yeah, yeah, with some grapes. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, of course. You can't go to Shay's Lounge without grapes. Completely naked. Um, <laughs> I'm surely that Shay's Lounge at the end of your bed just has dirty clothes thrown on it. Does it, does it, get, does it ever get used as a Shay's Lounge? No, no. That's the first time it has done, in fact. That oh, really? It. Yeah, so it was, it was quite, quite a joy to claim that back as a work expense, that Shay's Lounge. <laughs> Um, so, so what's the setup? Is it tidy? Is it a tidy nursery? What's what's the situation? Yeah, well, it is because the clean was in here a, an hour ago, so it's actually the best <laughs> it looks all week. Of all the points this week to come in, um, are, you, are you in the in the cot? What's no, the situation? No, I'm sat though? at the. I'm sat with the microphone on a small chest of drawers, which has also got um, my laptop on, a pint of water, and a cup of tea on some bum cream. On <laughs> the old bum, the pseudocrim. Uh, yeah, on the pseudocreme. Uh, the reason it's on there... Is there another cream for the arse? I don't think there is, is there? Well, there's various creams for the arse, but I'd say... <laughs> that is the... That is the... That's the market lead. That's cream. the market lead. That's very much the Coca-Cola. Um, how's your week been, Rob? Um, it's been a good week. I've been uh, pretty busy at work, and then we had quite stressful... It wasn't stressful, actually, but we had a wedding with the kids. Oh, wow. And they were bridesmaids. Oh, right. So you were were they within the the fifteen or whatever it is that are allowed? Well, it was the last it was the last wedding of thirty. Oh, lovely, lovely! The glory days yeah. of a thirty person wedding. Now it's only fifteen, so that's quite lucky actually. But we had um, so that were the bridesmaids. But um, the church. This is not the, the fault of the bride and groom. It's a lovely wedding Can by I the way. Really enjoyed it. Can you hear the screaming coming from downstairs on my mic? Yeah, what is that? That's my daughter. Slightly. Oh, it's your daughter. Yeah, she's not happy. I'm I'm going to say it. <laughs> Yeah. I've had my fill of working from home. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm completely over it. Six you months... want a nice, juicy hour commute somewhere. Oh, mate, six months more of this. Genuinely, it, if this is the new normal, me perched in a nursery with some tea on some bum cream listening to my daughter cry while I attempt yeah. to engage in an anecdote about a wedding that is too small and we can all agree with it, then... <laughs> It's so hard to concentrate, even if you're not looking after, you're oh. in charge of the child, if you can still hear them screaming in the background. The absolute guilt. So, well, no, you shouldn't have the guilt, though, because you should, you're at work now, Josh. Yes, but we. But, but look at my job, Rob. <laughs> I'm not welding together something. I'm literally just talking. <laughs> I'm moaning. I'm moaning. And then I'm, cons- I'm like, it's that thing where I'm going to let you into a secret here, Rob. Yeah. Even though my wife listens to this, so she'll hear that. So when I'm working upstairs... I often yeah. feel too guilty to go downstairs to get... I, I My tea intake has gone down because I feel guilty to go down and come back up. Do you know what I mean? So you're not having lunch or anything? Well, I do have lunch. But like normally, in in before the new normal, I'd go. I'd have had four or five cups of tea in the morning to really get me yeah. through it. Now, I'll have one when I go up and then I'll think, if I go down, I've got mm. to then do that awkward thing where I basically go... Oh yeah, it is a difficult morning. Anyway, I'll see you later. I'm going back upstairs, and I find that so such a. Do you not feel the guilt? Well, I think it's more because our job is fun. So you're not like going. I've got to go up there because I've got to finish oh, yeah, the report, exactly. or my boss is going to be down my neck. It's basically Rose knows that if you come up ten minutes later, it just means it's one text to me yeah. and to Michael. Oh, I'll be ten minutes, yeah. and neither of us really care. No, no, exactly. I should have just said I was an accountant and tried to keep that up for 10 years. Just, just keep kept it away lie. Yeah. Also, as well, people have been slagging off Michael for not bleeping the CUNTs oh, in yeah. an episode, aren't they? But I was quite pro letting them slip in. So, yeah. you know, 
But Michael's still a great guy. I think that's the bottom line. He's currently having an absolute nightmare over worrying how he's going to edit the crying from this. I, I, I'm convinced that he pretends he's this and he just goes off and does other stuff while we chat. But um, we'll find out, won't we? We'll find out. We'll find out. That that does happen. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, um, Josh, you want to hear about this wedding, right? Yes. So they're bridesmaids, so it's quite the, and, you know it's quite an important part of the day, isn't it? Right? And they're only four and two, so it's quite hard to explain what they're doing. So they had to have a wedding rehearsal. The mm. only time the wedding people could do it was five forty-five on a Thursday evening. Ooh. Bearing in mind, Ooh. so I got told about this on Thursday morning before the school run, and Lou went, "Yeah, it's at five forty-five, right?" And then the four-year-old heard this, so went. Are we going to a wedding rehearsal? I went, yeah. And she went, when? She went at 5.45. She went, but I've got to go to school. And then she had a swimming lesson, right, at yeah. 4.30. She went, I've got to go to school and I've got a swimming lesson at 4.30. <laughs> Even the four-year-old went, I'm going to be so tired. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I know. How was the rehearsal? Well, on, we had to go on the way. On the way, we had to get him some lunch. We got him a, a dinner. Sorry, so we got him like a McDonald's, right? And I don't. Know, I don't know about anyone else. I don't know. You've only just got your car, but I think I've lost count of the amount of times I've had, tried to order a McDonald's with a tension headache as two kids in the back scream at me, nuggets, burger, chips. Trying to order a drive for McDonald's with two children shouting at you, their order yeah. is, I think, the hardest thing I do in my life. Yeah, but that's so much about your life. I just feel like saying to the bloke, look, mate, I come here twice a week, at least. It's always the same <laughs> order. What do you think I'm going to order? A McRib? Oh, nine milkshakes, actually. It's the same thing, an Happy Meal. Just give me it. Right, anyway, so we went. To, the wedding was great. Do you want to know what my job was at the wedding? Because if I had little yeah. jobs. Um, I had to FaceTime the 90-year-old grandparents that weren't there. Oh, my God. Right. Oh, my God, mate. In, in a church, you know, Wi-Fi. It's a high-pressure job, isn't it? Is there no Wi-Fi in the church? Is that because it interrupts the signal to God? <laughs> I don't, yeah, it does. It interferes with the prayers. Not all of the messaging can get through. <laughs> it's just hence why it's not always implemented because he's busy and the Wi-Fi. Why were you FaceTime? And then did you have to like hold them up so they could watch? Yeah, 45 minutes. Oh, mate. So I was holding it the whole time. I had like, a, a pain in my arm in the evening. But also as well, like I couldn't get them completely to mute. So I could hear them like going... <laughs> <laughs> And also, as well, I got I got given my phone by my father-in-law. He's got a really old iPhone, right? Yeah. Um, and he went, "Oh, that's it." Just and it wouldn't go through because the father-in-law had been trying to ring them on their landline to FaceTime. Oh them. my god! Oh, I mean, come on! I had to go into the phone, and then it got, and then I got locked out, and then I was like, "What's the passcode?" And he was like, oh, "And then he told me the passcode." So I got back in, and then I managed to FaceTime them. But then, as I started FaceTime them, a minute into the ceremony, a little thing came up. You've used 80% of your data. Oh, oh, oh my oh, God. Oh, mate. <laughs> it was oh. horrible. Okay, we got we got through it. We got, we got through it all. But the, the, vicar, the vicar lady was so lovely, but she was saying, you know, someone loves like a, a way of doing things. She was like, right, now we're going to get some chairs for the bride and groom so that they can sit down. I was like, oh, yeah, good to know what they're going to be used for. <laughs> Just get them out and stack them for a laugh, Vic. Is that what we're doing? Anyway, so it was, it was all it all went well. It was a, it was a lovely ceremony, but the problem was trying to keep a two-year-old or four-year-old quiet yeah. during a ceremony. So Lou very cleverly did a bag of like toys and stuff for the kids. So it was quite nice. A little like pink bag with stuff in it. So it was like colouring in stickers, toys, and stuff like that. Okay, was it so a we long got ceremony. Long, it's, about, it's probably about not long. But it's about forty-five minutes. That's a long time for a two-year-old or four-year-old to sit silently, isn't it? 
Or, or you. <laughs> and me, yeah, as well. Um, I did really laugh, though, when she said about the, we've got to get chairs so they can sit down. But, it, it did, <laughs> but I, I just couldn't help it. Are you socially distanced all the way back through the church? Yeah, so we're all spread out. There's a gap between each row and stuff. It was almost like it was me and Lou and the two kids were there. It was almost like an, an aeroplane aisle. That's what yeah. it felt like, trying to keep them calm and quiet for like 45 minutes. So, you know, sticker, like, like little sticker books, they peel off a sticker and they just stick it on the right page, right? Lou, the legend, had taken out, because basically you get a book and then it's and then at the back are all the stickers and it's just like page 18 and it's like the yeah. stickers for, and they're dogs and it's in the park and people walking dogs, right? And then you stick the dogs. Right, so I would class that as a silent activity, wouldn't you? Yeah. It's a pre- yeah, and also because with no ripping of the page because she's already done that and stapled it to the right page. I cannot believe how loud stickers are in a church. It was so loud. Everyone's looking around, right? And we're all panicked because I'm like, it's too loud. And then I'm trying to tell Lou it's too loud just with eyes because I've got a mask on. So I'm just sort of like doing like, oh, just big eyes and nodding, going too loud. Then I'm, I'm trying to pull the mask what was, down. What was loud about it? I, I, I can't, I couldn't. Josh, the I'm, peeling. The peeling and then just a book and then like one of them going, the doggy's in the wrong place. And oh, like, oh, oh my. So then out of nowhere, right? Lou whipped out, which is basically it's your, your star player, a lollipop, right? Yeah. Because, you know, if they're licking that, they can't speak, can they? Genius. This is a great tip if you're in a church, you're trying to keep it quiet for a wedding. She'd already unwrapped the lollipop. Oh, wow. Genius, isn't it? But what was it? Stuck? Wasn't it stuck to her? I mean, I suppose it's not sticky before the first lick. Exactly. You're right, Josh. It's not sticky until the first lick. <laughs> and it worked. And then that saved the day because I thought stickers were going to be all right, but it was awful. So she whipped out an unwrapped lolly. And like you say, it's not sticky until the first lick. It's so, not sticky until the first lick. So there that, you go. Was a, that was a game changer. Also, on that topic, do you remember the massive gobstoppers? Yeah. Oh, awful. Massive, big gobstopper. And then you'd die. I swear I used to like half lick it and give it to my mum and she'd put it in a bag in a yeah, tissue. They were, they were rubbish. Awful. They were terrible. What were your top three sweets, Rob? Your top three confectionery as a child? Oh, I did like the little, I loved a bit of white chocolate, a little white mice, you know, little oh, white mice. White mice, yeah. Love a white mice. Um, I loved a bonbon. Yeah, a oh, very bon- Victor. Yeah, 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 bonbon. But my dad's older, so he used to get me into all the weird old oh, yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, and the Werther's. Werther's, yeah. They're like weird, like, like odd little, or licorice he likes as well. Oh, not for me. But the little white mice. But I like to say, an unwrapped lollipop, that's the Lionel Messi of a quiet wedding yeah yeah because the the unwrapping that's that is that's too loud could you imagine imagine trying to unwrap a chubba chub do you that's the thing and there's no thing in a wedding yeah i suppose you could do it all during the hymns and stuff go right let's let's unwrap it during the hymns there's loads of no one's religious in there so all no one knows how to what the words are are you whispering in case the vicar's listening well (laughs) everyone just says amen at the end amen Mm -hmm. was that a big piss up um well no we had to all be out by 10 didn't we of course um oh Why so get was, married? Well, yeah, but it was it was lovely. It was as good as you could. It was lovely, and you couldn't have done it any better in COVID. But yes. also, as well, they're quite um, quiet couple, so there would never have been like a mad foray yeah. party type. Yeah, thing anyway. fair but it was good. The girls looked beautiful. They behaved, and um, yeah, so that was all right. So the, 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 that was you referring to your daughters. Just to be clear. Oh, yeah. That wasn't you making a laddie comment about all the women at the wedding. Oh yeah, maybe they kept hands off me. <laughs> all that. <laughs> Great wedding, girls look beautiful. Loved yeah. it. <laughs> oh, I think yeah. Wayne Lineker posted his Instagram. Oh, yeah, all the birds look lovely, all got doled up for it. Fucking lovely dresses, a bit of lippy. You don't see it often. One bird in a power suit, not for me. But, uh, yeah, lovely dresses, legs out, the works. <laughs> uh, 
I've got an update on young Finley who got coronavirus like the week of starting school. Do you Go remember on. this? Um, Finley, a four-year-old Finley, was supposed to start school yesterday, but he couldn't because he was struck down by corona. Um, anyway, we've had an update from Abby. Hi, Rob and Josh. Thank you for including Finley on the podcast. I've been so kind for sending your sympathies. Thankfully, he is totally fine now with no lasting side effects. He is loving school and was so excited to get stuck in. I'm so relieved to see the back of him each morning after <laughs> so many months. <laughs> but it really goes from a, a really nice message. To like, <laughs> they love in school, got stuck in. I'm so relieved to see the back of him each morning. Um, I do love him, though, honest. If I'm truthful, looking back, I swanned into that test centre telling anyone that would listen, he's just a precaution, oh, he definitely yeah. doesn't have it, rolling my eyes, or what most likely would be a common cold. So we were totally flawed, it came out positive. I was like that when I had my appendix out. Went oh, into yeah. the ho- hotel. Not for corona, I don't think that's the treatment, is it? No, no. no. Well, you can't be too sure these days, you can't <laughs> be too safe. Went in to get my appendix out, um, and um, I was just thought, oh, I've got a bit of a stomach thing, I'll just go in. Next thing you know, they're like, so you'll be staying in overnight to have your appendix taken out. Absolutely. Oh, Before I know it, I don't get to do celebrity tipping point. Absolute oh, heartbreak, no. Rob. Is that you got to pull out a tipping point last minute? I had minute. to pull out a tipping point last minute. Did you text Shepard directly? I, I didn't text Shepard directly. I did talk to him about it when I uh, went on uh, GMB to promote something. However, uh, Alex Booker replacement got beaten by Joey Essex. So that was a delightful... <laughs> Brilliant! It's almost worth having your appendix out. It was almost worth having my if appendix If you've got up. to go under general anaesthetic for anything, it is in order for Alex Brooker to be beaten by Joey Essex. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, dear. Oh, anyway, so this Abby just said, um, yeah, he's all healthy, back in school, and her poor husband uh, is a shielder. Um, so he, her husband, Chris, had to shut himself away in the smallest room in the house, use separate bathrooms, cook his own food, and have no contact with us for two weeks. But thankfully, no further issues, um, and we're in the clear again. I'll be honest with you, it sounds like Chris is had an absolute blinder there. He's absolutely smashed it. Uh, but yeah, good, good on you, Finley, and I hope you uh, enjoy school. Corona-free. Yeah. Enjoy school, Corona Faith. Shall I tell you about uh, my week on uh, Tuesday's episode? And shall we do some emails? Right, Joshua, have we got any emails from our um, lovely That's uh, an interesting question, Rob, because I haven't looked at these today. So there's going to be a slight moment when I'm tracing back which the good ones are. I've got a slight dog update while you're doing that. Give me a dog update. Uh, My uh, agent, Danny, you know Danny, uh, came around the house at the weekend with his nine-week-old French bulldog puppy. Oh, no, 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 Mm. no, no. Very cute. Very cute. Uh, Lou is obsessed. So it's just adding fuel to the dog fire. Mate. It was awful. Well, I don't know why you're resisting. It's it's like just so inevitable. And I I just think get the dog now because then the sooner you get it, the sooner it's dead. I mean... Yeah, you're right. Actually, but my issue is, I just I'm kicking myself because I should have got it at the start of lockdown. Yeah, then it'd be trained by now. Then it'd be trained by now. Yeah, but so, I don't know if I don't know. I, I spoke to you during lockdown. I don't know if it was what you needed. I don't know if you've misremembered your mental health during lockdown. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I I didn't need a human and dog shit all over my house. Just one animal, one species. Yeah, exactly. I don't think you train them in the same way as well. That would be a mix-up that you wouldn't want. Well, I did sort of train the two-year-old like a dog. Every time she did, I don't know if I mentioned this, every time she did a, a poo in the potty, I gave her a, a Haribo. On the end of her nose? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> flat palm. Like it's <laughs> you've got to go horse. flat palm. You've got to go flat yeah. palm. Well, she's got my genes. You can't take any chances, can you? Okay, um, Rob, what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you some names of emails... All right. Oh, this is a fun game. That's a way, good way of doing it, isn't it? Okay. Do you want bad naming? 
CBBS or IVF and Agnes. Okay, let's go. Let's go for bad naming. I, I, I do okay. love. A, a, I haven't a, read it. I haven't read this. Oh God, we're going in. Going in. Pure. Okay, so this is from Wendy Izzard. I'll keep this short, as so many to read. Thank you, Wendy. Oh, perf. Wendy, round Thank of applause you. for Wendy. I middle named. Uh, we are not posh, but my son Oliver. My n- middle name I gave him was Barry. 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 Straight after his granddad. Straight after birth. In the height of emotions and, and hormones. <laughs> what the fuck was I thinking? I've since told him he can change his middle name if he wants. So his name's Oliver Barry Izzard. Oliver Barry Izzard. Um, yeah, that is a mouthful, isn't it? Middle names are always embarrassing and bad. That's kind of what they're there for, isn't it? What's your middle name? Michael, which is just after my uh, granddad who passed away just after I was born. Okay. So I always I always get that out quickly in case someone starts taking the piss and then it makes it awkward. No, but Michael's no one's going to take the piss out of Michael. But people will do it. You've just brought the mood down. Any any middle name, people will whatever it is. Or oh, I'm Anthony. Robert Anthony. Yeah, Deputy. people are Anthony. I mean, if you're called Anthony, that'd be completely normal. But why are you called Anthony? I've got no idea. My mum wanted to call me Robbie. Robbie. But then panicked last minute. Are you called Robert? Well, yeah, it's, I'm down as Robert, but no one has ever called me Robert. No. In my entire not. life. Of course not. Of course that, not. That, that, never. You know, my mum also, my mum gave us names. You, 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 I think you're quite a good, I think Robbie would work for Robbie, you. yeah, I think I could get pulled off a of Robbie. It's quite 90s, isn't it? Well, yeah. Williams and Fowler, essentially. Robbie Williams, Robbie Fowler, Robbie Beckett. Robbie Beckett, the thing is though, like, you know, some people call me Bobby, Bob, Bobby Beckett. Bobby Beckett does sound like a 70s entertainer, but my, yeah. my mum said, she went, well, I gave you all names that you could have on a building site or in an office. What I love is a skyscraping ambition. That's the thing. My mum was like, they're almost definitely going to work on a building site. So Dan, Rob, Joe. Or an office. The thing, An office is so vague. It basically, you haven't ruled out anything. Building well, no, site, that, an that, office. That was, like, oh. The office was the throwaway. That was the throwaway oh, right. ambition that probably wasn't going to be realised. So it was like, you're almost certainly going to be a cab driver or work at a market or a building site. Did you work on a building site? No, but I worked at a flower market and two of my yeah. brothers, two of my other brothers are drivers. One's a van driver, one's a cab driver, but then he worked at a market. And then yeah. Dan does work in an office and he's a comedy writer. And then Joe worked in an office doing sales, but now he's trying to be a barber. He's trying to be a barber? Joe Beckett? Yeah, Joey B. Please follow him because it's he's down on Instagram. He's basically, he was doing really well in sales. He worked for like big, he worked to TripAdvisor and stuff like that. But and he always wanted to train as a barber, um, but he never really had the time or whatever. But then he got made redundant. He thought, right, I'm going to go for it. Um, Amazing. But yeah, so he started his course today. So good luck, Joe. Um, I think he's down as the Broccoli Barber on uh, Instagram. Let me find out. And then straight can... in. What's that? Imagine if he gets 3,000 follows. Oh, that would... yeah, he's down as at the Broccoli Barber. He's got 113 followers. Let's get him up, guys. There's 20,000 there people is. on our Instagram following the parent group and support someone who's made redundant. Follow. I've gone straight in on follow back. You've got him follow back straight in. So give him a yeah. follow and uh, help at somebody be made redundant trying to do something it's new. There's a lot of pictures of barbering. Well, yeah, that's well, he ain't started his call show, but he's put, he's put, it's quite funny, actually, as well. He's putting loads of funny um, scenes from films of people getting a haircut. And he's got two albums, one called Shops and one called Cuts. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, we're doing too much on this, but yeah, give him a follow. Yeah, he's already got 114. Yeah. Look, it's gone up. Oh, that was you. Yeah, that's you, live. <laughs> I'm say, wow, this podcast is powerful. <laughs> Um, anyway, names. So, oh, oh that's a uh, middle name. Yeah, we. Let, I think we've got to do worst middle name. Send in your worst middle names. Yeah, send in your worst middle names. D- did I ever tell you there was someone? I mean, this doesn't feel real, but it is true. <laughs> apparently, yeah. in the a nearby school, and his uh, 
his surname was Hares. Yeah. And uh, his first name was Dickon. Dickon Hares. So he was called Dickon Hares, like Dick and Hares. <laughs> I, remember, I remember at school once, when it was at 13, there were kids arguing, and then someone went, oh, shut up, you've got a bald dick, right? <laughs> Okay, because when you're yeah. 13, pubes yeah. are a big real estate. Yeah, big real deal. Big deal, and it's real, real stock in trade pubes. And he went, you've got a bald dick. And the bloke went, yeah, of course so. If you don't get hairs on your dick, you get them around your dick and on your balls. And then the other guy just went so red because he obviously had no hairs. <laughs> and it was so brutal. And he was like... That guy is waking up every morning, <laughs> looking at his penis, dreaming of it being hairy. <laughs> Imagine if it was. I mean, horrible. Like some sort of snuffs on. <laughs> Completely bald pubic area, but a really hairy cock like dog's tail. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. Right, anyway, what's the, what's the other one? What other email you got there, Josh? Okay. Do you want one on kids' parties, Rob? I'll have one on kids' parties, please. Right. I had my eldest a few years back. It was his seventh party and wanted it at Laser Quest. Not wanting to exclude any classmates, he invited all 24. Ooh. I booked it for 30. I mean, come on. 24 kids in Laser Quest. No, thank you. I booked it for 30, thinking that possibly a few dads would want to get involved to supervise. How wrong I was. Yes, the dads got involved, but in competition against each other. So, I had to supervise a party of 24 kids on my own. What was worse, that there was another party of 20 kids going on at the same time. Oh, God! (laughs) 44 children! (laughs) Lasers everywhere! Needless to say, it was hellish. When each parent came back looking relaxed and calm, I realised I hate them all. My boy has the first party of the year, so I set the standard, which was also very stressful. Now, though, I prepare. How stupid of me thinking I could single-handedly run 24 kids between six and seven. Oh, oh my word. That's, that's, and then getting them all out and trying to sort out their lunch, oh, getting them around a table. Absolutely unacceptable. I, I'm not a fan of Laser Quest. I think it's absolute bullshit. I should say that from the off. We did it. It was a big birthday thing when I was a kid. Yes, Quasar. We used to go to Quasar, which I think is the same thing. Yeah. But, um, I, I just remember being really anxious and stressed and there'd be loads of smoke everywhere. Yeah, and because my, my hair, you know, when you're a kid, your hair's much blonder. I'm sure your hair yeah. was very blonder when you were a kid. My hair used to, in the under the ultraviolet light, my yeah. hair would glow. Yeah. So I was an absolute yeah. sitting duck. <laughs> Me and my teeth as well. I didn't have a chance. <laughs> It was like a big hole. Just this big set of teeth running around in the dark getting shot at. (laughs) And my four-year-old's been invited to a Zoom birthday party, but I don't know how that's going to work. I think think it's just like an hour, and I think they're all going to go on Zoom, and I don't know what they're going to do, but I think they may have got like a... uh, like an, you know, there's sometimes they get like princesses, yeah, to like go to the house, but I think that they might just be well, doing just it on Zoom. Zoom in a princess, yeah, just basically sort of like a corporate for a princess for a kid's party. <laughs> and I Do don't you think if, that's better or worse. I think I might actually be better on screen than in when the flesh is, they'll get a bit scared, don't they? So maybe if we go, like, oh, look, if they're dressed up as Elsa or something, you can be like, oh, it's Elsa, and then they sing. And they may watch that for a bit with their friends. And I think they just find it funny seeing their mates on the screen. But I'll let you know how it goes. Cause let me know. Also, they're just are trying to. Are you going to just be stood out of shot? Oh, yeah. I don't feel I'm going to dominate the screen. I think it should be my child that's there. But I think she will literally just walk off after about two minutes. Because she'll probably just go, can't I just watch Frozen on the telly? Yeah, why, what, <laughs> yeah exactly. Why would you want to watch a, a tribute Frozen <laughs> via a small square and a grid of children that don't give a shit? We'll find out. I'll let you know how it goes. This is a great email, Rob. Go for it. It's called Names You Regret. And then subtitle, Alexa, 
open brackets, includes Excel charts, close brackets. <laughs> okay. Your discussion about names reminded me about a time when I was in the park with my daughter, Thea. I heard a mum shout at a five-year-old kid, Alexa, put that down. My immediate thought was, oh boy, I bet you regret that name. So I did some investigating. The Amazon Alexa was launched in the UK in September 2016. <laughs> He's attached a uh, graph. Oh, I love it. He's got a graph. I love this guy. That year, as represented by a black line, we'll put this on the uh, Instagram, there were 332 girls named Alexa. In 2019, there were just 39. 39? In 2016, it was the 167th most popular name. In 2019, it was the 920th. Oh, my God. It's almost like Adolf levels of drop-off. Yeah. I mean, it would be a disastrous name to have. I was watching a... um, a documentary on uh, some, it was on BBC Four. It was like a one of those quite dry BBC Four documentaries about some period in history. And there was a historian who was about 60 and he was called Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, oh no. And he was, his whole life must just be destroyed. Yeah. Because it's that John Lewis guy that yeah. you know, on, on Twitter and stuff. Is there any other Josh Widdicombs? I don't think there are any other Josh Widdicombs. Um, if there are, I mean, have you given a name that you regret because it's become a famous oh, name? Imagine, call, the... yeah, imagine calling your kid Siri in like mid noughties <laughs> <laughs> But Alexa, uh, 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 these graphs, Rob, the name's popularity has fallen off a cliff since oh. the arrival of the is Alexa. It like, is it like COVID during lockdown in like May? Just down, yeah. just drop it, drop it, drop it. Oh, I thought you meant the name COVID, which is really... <laughs> <No. dropping. laughs> I mean, Corona. I still can't believe there's a beard called Corona. No, but, you know, you all publicity is good publicity. Here's the graphs, Rob. Oh, wow. It's it, Oh, my God, it's like Wall Street in, like, 1908 <laughs> or whatever it was. You know when... Um, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to have invested in the name Alexa in 2015. <laughs> no, it's gone, isn't it? <gasps> yeah, because it's very steady before then. Yeah, it was an absolute, it was a steady number. It was 292, absolute 314, banker. 332, 301. Yeah. And then it falls through the oh, floor. It's like Leeds, isn't it? After Peter Ridsdale. Yeah. You know, they're flying high exactly. and then just gone off the face of they the earth. They couldn't maintain it. Um, uh, it but, may make a comeback once uh, the, the little Alexa stops. But Well, one day that technology will be out of date. And It feels like know. the person that invented Alexa, maybe their ex was called Alexa. And they just wanted to ruin their life in an ultimate. Yeah, do you think it was? Alex Turner, he's, he's that. What a what an oblique reference that is. Yeah, well, he used to, well, Alex Turner. Yeah, you're right. He used to go out of Alexa Chung. Yeah, but um, I don't think he invented the machine. I don't know how <laughs> stressful the breakup was. So I don't, I can't confirm that, Josh. No, I. no, I can't confirm it. If either of them want to come on to talk about it, I'm more than willing to uh, pop it in the hat to see what happens. But um, it could could have been the reason. But yeah, wow. Any any name? Any? We're always looking for graphs. Terrible mid- looking- terrible middle names, and also. Anyone who is named after someone famous and how it's impacted their life. Exactly. Because it does, you know. Imagine being called like... Yeah, I mean, that. that's... I mean, I don't, why, why did I go there first that of all? Is, That's one of the worst worst options you could have chosen. <laughs> Sorry. What we'll do, we'll bleep... It's quite fun, actually, <laughs> if we bleep that name out because the reaction to it is so good. And there's no way... There's oh, no okay. way as a listener that you would get which name he went for because it... It's so it's so off brand, and it. You can they should guess guess who it yeah, was. Don't don't email in and guess, but do do feel free to to tweet. We've got a Twitter account. I mean, tweet yeah, yeah. us with the, no because we can't have those tweets that all get reported. 
It'll be like some sort of true crime. We've we've turned it into a true crime podcast now. Exactly. And just requested episodes. Anyway. Exactly. Um, but yeah, like you say, and having some. But what I would say in, about that name that you've just named, yeah, is it's such a normal name that yeah, it could, loads it could of happen. people are going to have that name. Well, yeah, there was a, there's a Rob Beckett who's an artist. Is that? Yeah, that's definitely not you. Um, yeah. Now. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Right. Oh. <laughs> that was genuinely my favourite moments we've had. And I, want, I think listening to that will be both hilarious and very frustrating. Well, I, I, can I just mention this to you? My friend runs a, um, uh, like a, a business of sending out like, it's a, a nail file business, but he does all like sort of different things for feet. It's quite weird sort of creams and yeah, stuff, sort of medical, almost like an online pharmacy type thing. He went, I got an order today from someone clearly trying to avoid being asked about his name. Um, yeah. And he's called Robert Beckett. And then he said, he, 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 wrote, he had to ring him up about the order. And I went, hi, is this Rob Beckett? And he said, no, Robert. And he said in a tone that sent shivers down his spine. <laughs> <laughs> he went, Rob Beckett? He went, no, Robert. Very keen not to be associated with my uh, brand. No, you don't, that's, that's, that's ruined his life. He did order, he did order a brace, <laughs> a mouth guard. <laughs> I don't want to take us back to uh, the problem that was caused last week by the lack of bleeping. Mm, but my okay. friend was working for a um, state agency and uh, she had to ring someone and she was called Mrs. I'll, I'll C-U-N-T, I'll spell it out. That's what the word on the uh, on it, thing. So it said Mrs. C-U-N-T. So Mrs. A, a C-U-N-T. Okay. okay, go on. And she had to ring her up. It, oh, no, it wasn't trunk, was it? <laughs> <laughs> and she went, um, and she went, um, hello, um. Is that Mrs. Cuente? <laughs> ah, yes, Cuente. And the woman went, it's c- dear. <gasps> no. Yep. No way, really? Yeah, apparently. That can't be true. Apparently so. That can't be someone's name. Well, there we go. Well, obviously we'll have to bleep what the woman said, but the woman said what you would expect her to say. Yes, okay, wow. So there you go. Um... In the end, Rob, in about two weeks, our show's just going to be bleeps of product names and swear words and names of awful, awful people that we... <laughs> I don't even want to say what his crime was. We need to get back on track. I think it's because our kids are in school that when there's less for us to talk about for them, we've gone down a really weird rabbit hole. Yeah, talk of a rabbit hole. I will be talking on Tuesday about going to a farm, so you'll enjoy that. Okay, uh, so this is from Alex Rawson. So this is called School Journey from Hell. <laughs> Okay, so here is my submission as I believe I may be a contender for the longest journey to school. And if not the longest, then perhaps it will top the charts in regard to the volume of transportation types used. (laughs) Admittedly, this was a journey I would do myself and my parents weren't having to tag along. But regardless, it was a mission. (laughs) A mission is such a good term. It doesn't get you an absolute mission. I should preface this by saying I grew up in Hong Kong during my school years and lived on a boat in a marina, as one does. My expedition... He sounds like a high-level prostitute. <laughs> My expedition to school comprised of two boats, two bus rides, and would take approximately one and a half hours to complete. The adventure would commence daily at 6.30, when I would work up a sweat attempting to pull-start our small dinghy in order to always... <laughs> no way! he meant ferry! A dinghy! <laughs> How old is he? I don't know how old he is. I mean, in my head, he's four. I mean, 
6am, this little four-year-old is pulled out the dinghy. I'm hooked. <laughs> On said journey, I would be hoping and praying that I, would get, I wouldn't get hit by a multitude of flying fish that we disturbed. <laughs> a flying fish! Some days it felt like a scene from Life of Pi, whilst my siblings would use their school bags as tennis rackets at the front of the boat. <laughs> How many of them are there? Attempt <laughs> to bat them away. From me and the, <laughs> the helm of the vessel. <laughs> the, helm, the helm of the vessel. Oh my God. So this four-year-old's got his well, uh, no, three siblings. Well, I mean, we don't know how old he is. But oh, we're let's go just pretend he's four. Yeah. He's, he's got the two-year-old. He's got to drop the two-year-old <laughs> off at preschool. So the two siblings at the front of the boat using their bags as tennis rackets to hit the flying fish while he helms the vessel at the back. We would then jump on a small minibus down to the plaza where we'd catch our second boat of the day. A 30-minute ferry over to the main <laughs> island. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, this ferry was a blessing in disguise. It would inevitably be full of kids crowing whatever homework they hadn't yet completed the night before. Upon arrival into the city, a ferry full of kids would then file onto the school buses to snake their way up a mountain to arrive at the school a around 8 a.m. Where's the mountain come from? Oh, my Lord. He's put, arrive at school at 8 a.m., which, looking back, now seems an excessively early start. <laughs> Oh, the dinghy! Imagine that in like the, oh, the when it's in a storm. In Do they have? I don't know if they have. What the? I don't know what the weather's like out in Hong Kong. In Hong Kong, I got. I'll find out. How cold does it get in winter? This is the question we've all been asking. Uh, it's pleasant and mild. Oh, it's oh, a shame. Yeah, quite mild winter actually. Sixteen to eighteen degrees sounds oh, lovely. Well, love, you know what? That'd be lovely on a dinghy. Like in a mild winter's morning. Oh, yeah. Quick dinghy, quick minibus. Another ferry, then coach up a mountain. Lovely. <laughs> um, I presume reverse the other way. And um, that is one of my favourite emails we've ever had. If you want to get in touch with uh, names, journeys, or anything related to what we've discussed, this is how. Email us hello at lockdownparenting.co.uk or tweet us at lockdownparents or Instagram lockdown underscore parenting. And you can also send us stuff P.O. Box 76748 London E99DW. Thanks for listening. Oh, thank you very much. Don't forget to subscribe to this and uh, review us and tell your friends about us and give my brother a follow on The Broccoli Barber. Yes. Um, yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll uh, see you on Tuesday. Cheers. Bye.